balls. Wow. <laughs> you had to do that, didn't you? I win. All right. I'm going to whisper the whole podcast. No. <laughs> why would you whisper? Why would you waste a whisper on okay? Because you can hear me. Wait, what? Are you referring to something else? Did I say that last time? Yeah. Weird. You actually said, why would you whisper? Whis- why would you yeah. waste okay on a whisper? Yeah. Yep. Wait. Yep. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why would you waste okay? That should be a band name. Waste okay on a whisper. That's actually a really cool band name. Or or a record. Rec- probably a better record title. Fuck that. That's always what you do. You're like, no, that would be a better song or an album or a record title or a fucking record label company or a fucking... No, it's a band name. Wasting okay on a whisper. Okay. Whispering a waste of okay. Whispering a... Whispering a face on... Your face. We could talk about band names. Uh, we could. It's a touchy subject. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I think we decided on our band name. Oh, let's not talk about it because I don't want to have like a negative tone to it when it could actually be really cool. It is really cool. I actually told it to Dan. Um, you know the guy that the guitar guy, the guitar guy, guitar guy, and he was like, "I really like your name." I was like, "Perfect." Really? I think musicians are going to like it. That's because he's a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Musicians are going to like it more than non-musicians. I'm okay with that, personally. It's Darling Overdrive, just... I guess... <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, man. And now presenting... Boner Soup. Can I can I rip off Nick Swartzen on our podcast? Yeah, absolutely. I think we can rip off anybody we want, as long as we're okay being sued. Fuck you, Nick Swartzen. Sue me, bitch. Hi. Let's go, Nick. I'm gay robot. <laughs> Maybe he'll hire me as his double. That would be cool. I can speak exactly like you. Pick up the phone. Or eat my ass. No, that's not what he says. What does he say? He says, leave a message. Leave a message or I'll eat your ass. Or I'll eat your ass. <laughs> He's super funny. That, his role in, oh, what is that movie? Just go with it. Just go with it. His role in that film is easily one of the best comedic roles I've ever seen. So last night I took a shot of espresso and then I drank cold brew and then I went and did a two-hour massage. It was fucking brutes. What, where did you get a shot of espresso from? Starbucks. They just launched their new blonde espresso. <laughs> you know what? I tried the blonde espresso. I like it. Yeah, it, I did too. And you know what? It's that way motherfucker better. at the coffee shop was like, "It tastes like throw up." I'm like, "Bitch, you don't even know what coffee is." That's what Savannah said the same thing. She's like, "I don't even know why we're doing this." I'm like, "They over roast everything." This is real coffee, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Just to get like a slightly lighter roasted coffee, which is by no means even a light roast coffee yeah, compared it's to still other completely coffees. Completely fucking burnt. It's still. It, it's, it's like not a, that bad. It's a medium roast for, for a sure. normal high quality coffee shop. Oh, but shop. it's so good. The problem it's is they, they pull their shots really quick. Which they do you don't know what their timing on it is? Stupid. Like, what's normal timing? I could probably give you an idea of like, what do you do at proper? Well, we used to do twenty three seconds, but I think they're doing forty. I'm pretty sure they do like seventeen. 
damn that's way too fast or something stupid like that that is way too you can't distract anything like lily would get so pissed because they have when someone orders a drink they have one minute to get that drink ready into the window and through the door savannah was saying so and, and when they go over that they get in like trouble and lily's like I don't know. She she wouldn't pull early though. She would just she would pull the shots late and like didn't give a fuck. She's like these drinks are gonna taste like garbage if you're pulling them this quick. Like it it's like water. Yeah, the espresso doesn't have time. Like you're just you putting to... water in milk and then calling that a latte. Like it's not stupid. You should be no less than twelve. I'm pretty sure they do it like twenty seconds. I might even it might even be like twelve or some shit. Like that's it's ins- fucking that's stupid. That's disgusting. I could ask Lily. You're just like pressing water through. Yeah. But blonde espresso, honestly, pretty nice at Starbucks for like coffee people who like coffee. Honestly, I just don't know why you'd work at fucking Starbucks if you don't like coffee. Like, get the fuck out. It's good. Like, coffee is good. I don't know, man. People are weird. Like, my boss, every day, he's like, how do you drink coffee black? It's like, just drink it black. Like, it tastes... You start drinking it, you learn It's better the to flavors. get better coffee, but once you, like, figure out what you're drinking, like, dude, this Chemex, ugh, it's so good. I know. You know? And this is even old coffee. Like, this is a Mexican. It's... But it's, it's so... Ha- it's past its like prime. Happy. It's happy. Yeah. It's I mean, there's happy. a lot of flavor in it. It's smooth. Like... You know, but you have, you have to know how to make coffee in order to get coffee to taste this way. It's happy. I guess they know now that we are massive coffee snobs. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't even thinking about it. We're just like macking on some coffee talk. Well, Starbucks rolled out like good espresso. I think so. I think the blonde, I, I mean, I think it would be better if they just moved everything over to the blonde. I also think that the Nerino 90, the way that they roast that for the cold brew... It's easily one of the best coffees they've ever made. They they just need to make all their coffee. They could with make those their cold coffees. beer better. I've honestly, now that I've been drinking their iced coffee, like their their iced coffee is actually like there's some flavor in there. Like it's is not, there? Yeah, I haven't really had that. Yeah, iced. well, what you have to do is you get the iced coffee without ice, and then you get ice in a separate cup because they fuck you over. Because when they just pour coffee in the cup with ice in it, you get like half of a drink. You can. Ask for light ice. Yeah, but if you just ask for a cup of ice and then a cup of iced coffee without ice in it, then you get, like, what you're worth. That's true. If that makes sense. I mean, that's part of the whole problem with Starbucks is, like... Like, in the summer, their margins have to be, like, quadruple. Because ice drinks are, like, half... Half of a drink. Yeah, they're, like, half a drink. So true. But they lose money on things like Frappuccinos, probably. No way. You don't think so? Dude, they charge, like, six bucks a Frappuccino. That's insane. For like a grande. You know, I was talking to Cody when he came into town about, he, you know, he he's having like issues because people oh, yeah. walk into his coffee shop and they think that he's expensive. And he's like, we're talking about it. And he's like, but Brandon, like, I know I do specialty coffee, but I'm nowhere. I am nowhere near as expensive as Starbucks. Like people don't realize that they're spending $8 on their fucking yeah, Starbucks yeah. in the and, morning. And like you can get an extra shot at proper and it doesn't cost you a buck 50. I rarely can make a drink that's over $5 at, at proper. The only, they are, I think they're expensive on the front end. Like what? But like, like their nitro. Is like it's more expensive than 
you know, your run-of-the-mill cold brew, for sure. That's true. I think it's like five bucks for that nitro. Okay, but nitro at... The the nitro at the Starbucks. And they need to ha- they need to have multiple sizes. I think. Well, he added, so they brought Good. that back. That is definitely a problem. But are we allowed to talk about his business? On yeah, the absolutely. I worked at Proper Grounds. We're plugging so. Proper Grounds. We are plugging Proper Grounds. We live in Colorado. So if you are around, our Lafayette, sponsor Proper Grounds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, if you live around Lafayette, you should definitely check out. It's Proper Coffee and Cocktails now, but it it is easily some of the best coffee in colorado here's the deal like i wish people could see our faces when they like watch this because you you don't have to be anyone special to go to a specialty coffee shop to get coffee like honestly like whatever you're wearing that you would go to starbucks and get just go to proper coffee and cocktails you're not going to feel weird you're not going to feel like out of the norm it's a wonderful coffee shop like everyone's really chill inside there like the manager he i'm not going to say names but he dresses up and wears a tie and it's like i feel like he's alienating people like cody's vision is like he wants people to just come as they are you know and like cody's the owner by the way and like he just put up a bike rack i rode my bike over there and i put my bike up on the bike rack like it, it's such a great environment when it's not being overdone totally so just you know i don't know go to your local coffee shop that's not starbucks and just go get some good coffee like it's, don't feel weird or, and if you have questions about coffee and you may, may not know like how to order at a different coffee shop that's not starbucks say this is what i get at starbucks and totally. then they'll redo it they'll make that they for will, you and and they'll make it like better Totally. If you get a peppermint mocha, like maybe they don't have peppermint, but they're going to like proper. They're going to make something. They'll make something. They'll make something. Lily straight up makes like the best hot chocolate ever. Totally. Like she'll and you put can like do, vanilla you in there. Know, it's like, it's, it's like a bartender making your drink, right? Yes. Where when you want something, your bartender knows how everything tastes and so they can they craft something they know how flavors work together so if you want something they can probably make it it might not be exactly how you think it should be made but it'll be pretty similar like you know if you told them you want captain crunch i'm sure they could find something in there that tastes like captain crunch maybe not (laughs) probably not captain crunch (laughs) i don't know if you're the pebble latte okay well (laughs) here we go let's run down to the store and grab some fruity pebbles i'm just saying yeah i think that generally Starbucks needs to die, everybody. Like, stop supporting them. They're they're complete. Way a, they're overpriced. a bullshit company. They over roast their coffee. They like, have very unhappy employees for the most part. Yeah, compared to the they pay honestly like benefits. Yeah, but they pay their employees like shit. Like totally minimum of minimum wage. Like they will not you know. And even the supervisors make like maybe eleven dollars an hour max. Yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah, you get benefits, but I don't know. It's not a happy place to work at. The pressure on them is retarded. I think that's the biggest problem. It's not necessarily their compensation. It's their compensation compared to how much... Stress it is. Yeah, they put too much stress... And it's on you know it's, it's on the wrong things. It's on the timing of it, not the, the quality. quality which, should be quality. Yeah, th- those are two really different things. Yep. They're a lot like Chipotle. They have the same system. You can't... It's not a franchise. It's just like a manager gets promoted to the point where they can open up a new store. And then if they have a place for it, they'll put the new store in that place. I didn't actually know that. So it's like a constant ladder, essentially. You can't just buy your way into Starbucks or Chipotle. You have to start from the ground, and then you have to work your way up. And then eventually you can have your own store, and then eventually you become a regional director, manager. 
person. And then it's like, you just keep going up from there. That's, I mean, I, I think that's actually probably a better way to do it. It's much better because franchise owners, this is something I'm very passionate about, are the worst human beings in the fucking world. Yeah, like McDonald's owners and stuff. N- massage Envy. All mm. of them. They're all fucking stupid. They buy a location and they don't know anything about running anything. They don't know anything about the service industry they just have that enough they money. bought. They just have enough money and they bought it. There's a fucking preschool in Lafayette. They charge like a thousand bucks a month. It's preschool. Wow. And, and, and it's a franchise? Yeah. And like these people buy it, you have to have a million dollars. Just in cash. In cash to before you can purchase it. Okay. But let's put it this way. If you have a million dollars, maybe you've learned enough things or owned a business. No. Not necessarily. No yeah. Way. People inherit money all the time. It's true. And they should not be. I mean, my boss, who will go unnamed, he inherited a bunch of money. And they, yeah, really tough circumstances. Father passes away, but he inherited a bunch of money. And like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing with his money. And he hands it out like it's candy. I'm like, dude. This is like, he's like, nah, man, I'm going to be set forever now. It's like, okay. But, but not really. Cool. Like, even. But you could do so much more good with your money if you used it sure. effectively or if you just put people around you who, like, like mom, right? If you used your Super money more effectively, you'd have more to give. Yeah. That's what it comes down and, to. And not only that, but what you do give and the things that you do create are going to be so much. Sustain, yeah, they're going to be sustainable and incredible things that a lot more i mean this is the thing is like just having money and throwing money at things that doesn't help anybody you've been there i've been there yeah like getting a huge settlement like money just goes away it just it goes away really really fast you know did i get an education yeah and that was an investment in myself um you know that that was expensive and then living on my own for a short time i mean that was a good experience but you know, I spent $15,000 living in an apartment. Fuck that. Right? And when you see it coming out of a bank account, instead of like You're making a monthly... You're and then yeah, money coming out. Like like you've done this year where, you know, you have a job and yeah. you're kind of paying I don't per feel month. as... Like, I didn't just watch my bank account start at a high number and then deteriorate. Like, it was just... Exactly. I started low. I make I, enough money to pay for it and that's it's okay. That's where I got that understanding that's why i haven't moved back out you know because once you see wow don't drop that you'll break the is it okay yeah it's fine but they can't break um the we need to like we need a better situation we do we need to get you a a mic stand yep um what was i saying oh watching your money dwindle away by seeing me st- by seeing the money come out of a, a savings account that was supporting my spending habits including my living habits and, and like my apartment costs seeing that number actually what it looked like and what i could have done with that money instead that it, it imagine if you would have bought real estate exactly when you got that settlement Exactly. You would be a millionaire right now. I would at least have probably around $500,000 extra capital right now. Yeah. They might be tied up in houses, but what year did you get that settlement? Don't want to make 20, you feel too 24, bad here. 2013, 2014. It's okay to make mistakes. I, yeah, I made a massive mistake. So that would be... That's okay. That'd be five years ago. If I would have bought... That would have been at the, I looked, the peak time to buy. I looked at property in 
eerie. If I would have bought the property and um, removed the house that was on it, which is what Dominic said to do. If I would have done that and just kept the plot of land, I would, I would have an extra 300 grand like right now. Damn. So you live and you learn. You do. And I mean, I think having money definitely teaches you a lot of lessons. Not to say property is like hindsight's twenty twenty. You don't fucking know what you're getting into when you buy property. The the property market could just plummet at any point in time. You know, it's that's a bubble true. that's gonna pop. That's true. Every time. It's gonna get big. And, and, and I do pop. remember actually back at that point being like, Why well, I, I we have no idea what's gonna happen. You know, none yeah, of us knew that sure. cannabis was gonna come in and, and just do what it did to Colorado. The floor. Yeah. yeah, nobody knew that was gonna happen. I we thought we were in a bubble at that point. Yeah, I because remember the market was really high. It was really for, high. For Colorado, it was actually doing, we were, we were doing well. We were one of the best states in the country. We were definitely ready for an adjustment. Like, we were ready to buckle And a then bit. cannabis happened, and, and it, it just, just fucking, went up. It yeah. went up in a way Dude, that nobody could have expected. I think expected. it's still going up. It is still going up. I think it's not going to stop going up, though. A lot of, like, like I don't know. I, need, I, I like it gambling, not, like, with my actual money, but just putting the bet out there and writing it down. Because I want to get better at my predictions. But I'll put it on the record now. My prediction for Colorado is it's not going to slow down. And all the experts are saying we're about to plateau. Like it's going to slow down. We're going to be done. But with wildfires in California, fucking mudslides in Vegas and California, fucking hurricanes hitting Texas and Florida, like Colorado's the place to go. It is. It's, it's, a, it's a safe investment. Everyone. Everyone. Colorado is on... Like, I don't know if I'm it's being on too full of myself, but... It's on everyone's radar. From everyone I've talked to that's moved from, like, Minnesota or fucking Detroit or some, like, shitty place, they all say, like, yeah, like, Colorado is the place to go. Like, that's just what everyone knows. And it might... we Coloradans might have done a good enough job of saying, hey, don't move here anymore. It's expensive as fuck, and the infrastructure can't support us. That maybe it's going to slow down, but... Unlikely. I don't think so. Unlikely. And yeah, people don't care. You know, the infrastructure in those other cities isn't that great either. The federal law now saying like actually applying federal law and saying that, you know, they're not the federal that's like not just going to go unseen that these states are legalizing pot like the judges are supposed to uphold federal law. So now that that's happened, I think that only helps Colorado because it's going to put other states on edge to legalize it. And I think what people are going to see is nothing's actually going to happen. Like, the feds aren't going to come to Colorado and start arresting people? Well, because we'll secede. Like, I mean, Colorado and Texas and California, like, the, the feds the feds can say they do these things, or they're going to do these things, but this is the whole point, is that the federal government really doesn't have that much power. And the except state, for the military. The state can secede at any point. Except for the military. Yeah, but, okay, when's the last time there's been an actual war on... United States soil. I don't think it will ever happen again. Even if it was to happen, the military is going to protect all of United States soil, even if one of those states has left. Like, they're not going to let... No, man. They follow orders. They're brainwashed as fuck. I guarantee they'd come in and militarize fucking the state, and they'd have no problem. Like, they wouldn't have a moral problem with it. I, yeah. It's just like Nazi fucking Germany. No, it's true. Like it, it it's sad, but the our military like they believe that whatever order they're given 
They just have to follow that. Totally. Like, they don't have... Well, and think about how easily just the American people are brainwashed. Like, if you get California and New York to believe that everyone that lives in Colorado is a Trump-loving Nazi, like, they, they'll easily militarize the area. I, I, I think Texas is probably even a better example because it, it is a red state. Like, if Texas was to secede, I could easily see a vote go through and a whole group of military people being like, oh, yeah, like, Texas is evil. Those people are evil. We can kill them. Jesus. You don't... I mean, I totally believe that. I could totally see that happening. Yeah, it just sucks. You have SJWs talking about how they're, they are totally would feel fine killing yeah. Trump supporters. Yeah, military is different because I... I'd, I'd, imagine that like half of our military comes from texas no <laughs> Some st- no. still all of texas probably goes to the military i still think I bet they have the highest you can brainwash people you can make you this is the whole point is that you can make people believe that it's in their best interest to do what you tell them to do if you have enough power over them that's why you know when you went to massage school it was so important for you to learn power dynamic Right. Because as being in a powerful differential, different in a power differential and by being a powerful over someone, you can bring, you can, just, you can control them. Not that you want to, right. That's, a, that's part of, that's part of your you schooling. But you aware of it because, but you have to if you're know. you're doing something that makes someone comfortable, they don't they know, know if it's appropriate to tell you it's uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. That's why sexual harassment is a huge thing right now. Totally. It's because it's so easy to take advantage of people who are under you because they don't know if it's right or wrong. Let's because put you're it this, the one. Let's even put it this way. Let's right not even make wrong. it like about somebody taking advantage of somebody else. It's so easy to allow yourself to be taken advantage of without even saying anything. And the person doesn't even know they're really doing it. Oh yeah. Let, let's put it let's I'm not saying this is Harvey Weinstein. I'm not saying this is exactly what happened to him or what he was doing, but let's put it this way. Harvey Weinstein having a good time, drinking a beer, having a good time, thinking literally the girls want him. The girls want to have sex with him, and like he's he's a cool dude, has he, money. He doesn't think that his power is making people do things that would make yeah. them otherwise uncomfortable. The thing is, is he's a bad example because he actually would blackmail people if they didn't. Well, he would tell them, "I'm going to make you great." for this you know like it wasn't just mm, he knew he had his power casual. He yeah was okay. using his power yeah so that is a bad but, example but there are a lot of people out there who probably feel taken advantage of and the people who are taking advantage of them don't even realize they're doing it absolutely Very because common. they don't realize that they're in a position of power that's, that's re- actually manipulating the people exactly and not manipulating actively you know it's a passive manipulation where has- you you th- because you don't know if somebody else is uncomfortable or you're not putting extra energy into recognizing their comfort level, you do things that they're not comfortable with. Yep. And then they go along with it because they're uncomfortable telling you that they're uncomfortable with it. Yep. That, that I think, describes a lot of sexual problems in, in our country right now. Because men have a natural power differential. Absolutely. To women. Men have a natural power differential with women. And on top of that, as opposed to every culture in history, men are no longer taught that they have a power differential over women, right? We're actually taught now, men, yep, men are actually taught now that a woman is just as capable as you are. So, so when she doesn't say 
no, but she doesn't say yes, but she doesn't say no. You're thinking of her as an equal. You're not thinking of yourself as somebody who holding could, power over her. Exactly. And so making of, her feel like she d- is uncomfortable in that situation. Even though from a woman's perspective, I she's would say uncomfortable. she is uncomfortable. She, she doesn't know if she can say no. Exactly. Because, she, because you're a she's big, a, strong man. That she's afraid you could hurt her. her. Exactly. So she doesn't say no. And then now she's stuck in the situation of now I'm being taken advantage but of. But she doesn't want to be there. And he has no idea. Know. He thinks she's an equal. If she didn't want it, she would say, I don't want it. But I hear time and time again, girls who are sexually assaulted, they freeze. They don't even know. Like, I've talked to deal with it. Like, I'm comfortable saying this because I've talked to girls who've been sexually assaulted and they say they didn't know if they were being sexually assaulted when it was happening. Like, they didn't know to what extent it was wrong because they. The power power differential. differential. Men are hold power over women naturally biologically we're stronger it's it's in our fucking testosterone like just think you know hormonally yes we have testosterone you have estrogen we are above you in that dynamic think about how much harder it is for like me to sexually assault you like it would be pretty much impossible for me to sexually assault another male because unless you found a very weak maybe i'm saying somebody that's similar to me right no it wouldn't wouldn't happen happen. because they could just fucking they would say no like they would have the confidence to know that they can say no and we're using this in the context of of i think it's being consensual i'm not trying to sexually assault this person right it's in the context of me thinking that he's gonna want it then in that situation if he, like a male is going to have no problem if he's uncomfortable saying no to me woman absolutely different it's 100% different that is what is resulting in the this uh, miscommunication a miscommunication between and, men and women alike exactly who are having all these sexual problems yep and it's the same thing that's why if you look on the news like a month ago there was a huge thing out of against massage envy for a bunch of massage therapists who were sexually harassing i guarantee that's what's happening exactly the men now are taught that we're equal to women so we don't realize that there's a power differential anymore so we don't treat the situation with that respect absolutely and just think about like historically right where men knew they were in a power differential over women I, i'm just going to use vikings I, exactly i was going to use those specifically like spartans vikings the most powerful men in history generally had the happiest most powerful women at the, their sides and that was because they recognized the power differential and they were taught to take care of each other from literally before testosterone was even yeah. coursing through their what? veins it's a slippery slope because Roman soldiers could also go and rape and pillage a whole town and not feel bad about it because of their power. They thought their power gave them this, you know, they could do whatever the fuck they want. I think in this context, we need to be careful about th- this difference, right? Because we're not talking about people who have bad intentions, right? Right. Which is the case you just talked about. We're talking about husbands and boyfriends and friends. Trapping someone Trapping somebody unknowingly. unknowingly. Yeah, that is the that is the situation we're talking about but now. But the reason I brought up the other side of it is that the power differential is so, like we just discussed, it's so important to recognize, but it's so important not to take advantage of. But if you recognize it, 
only then can you not take advantage exactly. of it. It takes the exactly. recognition. Exactly. And that's now are there evil people? Forever. Yes. Forever there are evil people. Would I say the average male in our society these days is evil? Is evil or promoting what some would say is a rape culture, you know, on college campuses? Not knowingly. No. I the, the average male that I speak to does just has no idea when they're doing something like that, you know? And I'm not trying to make that a cop-out for males, but I do think it is an effect of our society. The women's movement. If women are equal, then men aren't in a power differential over them. So men, therefore, like, it's almost like men really need to compensate for the fact that they're above women, which it sounds terrible, but it's so important. Totally. Because if men don't think they're above women and they're not compensating for that. Uh, they treat women like equals. Exactly. And here's like, the thing is, is that men are stronger physically and, and we don't have emotion in our fucking minds. Yeah. We don't, we, can we don't cross feel boundaries. the same things. Like yes. we're serial killers compared to women. Totally. We don't, we don't have connection. Like there's a we reason men can fucking like, they don't care about babies. They don't like, they, absolutely empathetically in a situation men will like, much rather take care of themselves than give a fuck about anything else going on and that's their natural inclination and they need that's evolution that's, that's why we need females right i mean it's like once you recognize you have this propensity then you can be it's like not oh, better no 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 it's, it's not, not about being better or worse it's you have to recognize you're like that before you can be like oh i don't want to be that way and Which then is why now Jordan i need to make Peterson changes is always talking about the evil that every man carries. Every man carries evilness. Totally. I would love for him to hear this fucking conversation. Like, it makes so much sense. It Absolutely. comes down to a power differential. In massage school, one of the most innocent places I've ever been in, they teach you, whether you're a man or a woman, you are now in power above someone else, which means you have to take extra responsibility to take care of that person. Yes. And you can't take advantage of them. And guess what? If you're doing too much pressure... That's you're taking advantage of them. Absolutely. And if you're not saying, like, you have to ask them, not only do you have to ask them, is the pressure okay? Because guess what? Nine out of ten times if the pressure is not okay, they're going to say, yeah, because of the power differential. Like, wow. that's, we're fucking taught that. That's insane. They just say, yeah, the pressure's okay. You have to ask, could I do less pressure or more pressure? And then they'll say, oh, I think you could do less because then you're saying that I'm okay with changing my pressure. Yes. And I'll even give you the option of less or more. Wow. And then they're okay with saying, yes, you Imagine can do less or more because it's the person in power. Now, it's their idea to change. Let's just apply this to sex. Yeah. You just described what most Problem. feminists or, or women say they need in a bedroom, right? Which is not only consent, not, not only, only consent, but consistent, capable checking, consent. Checking, yes. And checking whether is something is okay, okay or not. Yes. Okay. Not Why just do, saying, is this okay? You can't just say that. You have to say, to, like, do you, like, for example, I would just say, hey, like, if you want, like, I can go home. We don't have to do this tonight. Or if you want, like, I'd love to, like, spend some of this more intimate time with you. Like, like that's important, men. <laughs> like, exactly. Check in, okay? It's not fucking weird. It's not awkward. I do it with... You do it with your fucking girlfriend. Like, check in. Like, Consistently. this is why people, girls, ladies in relationships feel like they're 
getting taken advantage of. I literally read a thing about it at the at the birth control clinic. The, the coercion is what they're calling it, yeah. right? Men in relationships are unknowingly coercing their significant others into sex, intimate time or or physical touch. They I mean, I'm reading this. I'm reading this thing and I'm like, okay, I would never do that. No male That's does that think. knowingly. That's what you think. No male does that knowingly. No male is sitting there like, oh, I totally want to take advantage of this person I love so much. Like, I want to make them feel like they have to have sex with me. Yeah, that's such a massive turn on for 90% of the people out there. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that way. They don't know they're doing it. They, because the they no occurs. longer know they're in a power differential. Exactly. They think that the if the girl was unhappy, she would just say, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then, and then you know what the man will probably do? Just knowing men and say, are you sure? You know? And then it's like... The man is just being a man. Like, he's not trying to seduce her or, or put her in a... But it's just like, he doesn't know it's a problem. Because we're, we're equal. We're not taught but if, But if I was a massage therapist and my person was on the table, said it's too much, and I said, but is it really? You know, then it's like, I'm crossing some serious fucking lines with that person. That's amazing. Like, that's I mean, super inappropriate. I love how we're applying everything to massage school. I think it's such an effective way for people to realize. Yeah, it, this is not about sex versus not sex. It applies to all power differentials. It, yes, it applies to any situation where someone is more powerful than another person. And it happens every day in all aspects. Every walk of life. Like, we could apply this to... Uh, bosses and employees bo- I, that was the next one i was gonna say yeah your employer versus employee relationships consistently do you feel taken advantage of as an employee yes damn straight you do always okay men that's what your girlfriend feels all the time because there's a power differential yep and it's there and we just need to come together as a society and once we recognize that we can actually address the problem like i really think if people heard what we just said they would be like, that makes so much fucking sense. Totally. Like, and it, I this is such am an easy actually thing. more powerful. Imagine if there was just one semester class, like next to health, In high that talked about power, power differentials. differentials. And, and it, it, it allowed you to recognize that any time that you're in a position of power over per, any other person, y- you are obligated to take that into consideration. And you are taking advantage of another person or hurting another person if you're not doing that. Teacher, student. Teacher, student. It's, what a great example literally it's so important like i think the reason brandon and i are thinking of all these different power differentials is because we're not trying to say that it's wrong to have a power differential no but it's so easy to take advantage of your power when you're in a power differential above With, someone else without even knowing it. you don't even know it like if people just knew how to interact a little bit cleaner a little bit better with people who are less powerful than them. Like, that's your favorite boss, right? That's your favorite boss when they say, instead of, hey, I'm going to need you to pick up some extra hours, because that's not necessarily inappropriate if you're a boss. No. But, but it that's is a, inappropriate, because if you're an employee, you you're feel thinking, like you have to pick I have it up. to do it. I or, have to or, pick it up. Or their expectation of me is diminishing, and I am not meeting the expectations of my And guess employer. what? If you say no, guess what your boss is going to do? pretty please same thing a fucking man does in the bedroom it's not they're not being like what's the word i'm looking for when they're saying like um straight up like obligerently fucking trying to take advantage of you. they are not being uh, they're just doing what anyone does in the power differential which which is is not knowing they're in a power differential and taking advantage of it like just by trying to get what they want on accident 
but they don't think that they actually have the power in the to game. do that. Yeah. Exactly. So of course they can say a couple of extra pleases because it's not hurting anybody because they yeah. know if that person doesn't want it in the end, they'll just say no. And they know if that person does want it and they say, please a couple extra times, then that's going to coerce the next movement into obviously or the intimacy. Just like helping them feel relaxed yes. or helping them feel like they're thinking about you. Pretty please. Like I'm, I'm here and I just want, I just want you to know that I care about you so much. That's what's happening. Like, I appreciate your employment so much. I, I, I want you to work these hours because I want, I want you to get the, the benefits of the pay. And, and I know that it won't get done as well if you're not here. That's why I'm asking or you. Or a leader comes in and says, hey, man, I've worked 60 hours this week. Like, I really need your help. To It's still manipulative. But it at is. least, but you feel, I, I'd do anything for a boss that works overtime for me. Totally. You know, and that's completely aside from relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend. And then when do we take advantage? Like, let's just flip it on its head really quick. When should we take advantage of power differentials in order to shape certain things? If we know morally or there's a moral obligation to help another person or to do something as a society. Never. Never. If you're in a power differential, you don't take advantage of the power differential. You lower yourself, you humble yourself to that person's level, and then that's where you approach the conversation. If there's a power differential, the conversation should not be taking place. That's interesting. It's just true. Because if you're in a power differential, you have no right to try to take someone's political ideas and change them. Even if it's just a political conversation. If you're in a power differential, that means you're not actually changing their mind. You're manipulating them because they feel they need to change their mind. If a boss tells their employee, hey, you should probably uh, support Trump. He's a great president. It's like, oh, well, do I have to support Trump to like get a raise? Okay. You Interesting. Know, it's, yeah, no, You it's never true. do anything that takes advantage in a power differential because... You have way too much power. You have way too much play. You have way too much say in how that person gets to respond to you. They don't get to do it freely. It's not a free country. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that. I hope this goes viral because people need to fucking hear it. It's true. I mean, I, I think that we unpacked something really, really important. I, I don't know if I even had a, a full understanding of what we just talked about until right now. I mean... Yeah, no, no way. I just came to the, all these conclusions, but it, it, it makes perfect fucking sense. And this is why having conversations with you is so awesome. And I hope our podcast kind of continue to do this is you can come to these awesome understandings just by talking through it, you yeah. know, and, and, and applying your past experiences to the new ones that yeah. you're, you're having. Because yeah. Blake and I have talked about this exact situation. Never have we gotten it to the point where power differentials affect relationships. That's that, And that's what's occurring consistently and on a daily basis. And, and then you take an abusive man who yells. Yeah. That is a serious power differential. Absolutely. And guess yeah. what, women? You fucking stay in those relationships. Yeah. I'm not judging you, but you do. You well, you there you you stay because you feel powerless. Exactly, and and someone else is knowingly taking advantage of their power over you. Okay, so wow, right? If we take it to its its max level, right, where someone has the power differential and is knowingly using it against you, not only do you almost become powerless to change it, paralyzed, you become paralyzed to even even noticing what's happening. Yep. Women do this in relationships all the time. 
And guess what? The Nazis in Germany did it to Hitler. You know, when, when Hitler recognized his power and took advantage of it to control other people, they it was so much did exactly yeah. what he wanted. And the Nazis didn't even know that they were murdering millions of people. Yep. If you're a fucking soldier in an army, like you're, you're getting taken advantage of. You're in a fucking power differential. Yeah. So we can bring that all the way back to military. Yeah. If civil war, if a military can kill its citizens, it's anytime. very easy to manipulate someone in a power differential. And guess who set some of the most strict power lines ever? Military. The military. They do actually the, probably the most, like I'll just say who's milita- above you. They're above you. They're above you. And they're fucking above you. The so military you listen, is, or you shut the fuck yes, up the, or you go to military prison. Totally. Like the military is the power is like the perfect explanation of a power differential where there's an expectation that you are paralyzed. Yep. That you are paralyzed yep. by the power differential. Yep. And you, there's an expectation that you do exactly huh. what is expected of you. I wonder why military people have such a need to enforce their power when they come home to their relationship. Mm. That's interesting. Wow. Let's fix let's fix veteran homes, right? This would be such an awesome thing for psychologists to think about is like what is actually occurring and 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 why are veterans, you know, some of the best people, best brothers, brothers in arms, right? We'll we'll just talk about the you know, Navy SEALs or or um Green Beret. Yeah, and like incredible people would would literally take bullets for other people and they come home and they take advantage of their wives unknowingly unknowingly and they they hurt the people around them they they hurt their they hurt their parents they like this happens consistently right and it all gets chalked up to uh, post-traumatic stress disorder veterans it's not that though not always i think in some cases yeah like you're dealing with with the post-traumatic stress of 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 not of, of dealing with situations that your brain can't necessarily get over but why are you hurting the people around you? It's post-traumatic you? stress from the power, though, from the power differential. Like If you're under someone for that long and that strict of a setting, and you go home and you actually are more powerful than someone else, you're going to take advantage of it. Just e- like... Unknowingly. And, and not... Yeah, beyond that, you're, you've been taught for however long you've been in the military that that's... If you have power... You need you, to you use enforce it. it. Yeah. You enforce it. That that's just that's like what you've taught. Like literally, no, none of this is taught in schools, right? Like none of us go grow up in high school learning about how power differentials work and how you deal with that. Okay, so military is probably the worst situation because they're taught the opposite of exactly like how a power differential should work and how you should interact when you are stronger than somebody. They're they're taught the opposite. Yep. And that's the only taught te- teaching they've ever been given. If you're lucky, you find a good job that you don't actually have to really worry about a power differential. Like maybe your boss is really cool and isn't like taking advantage of you. A lot of people, military, job, everyone, right after high school, I'd say the vast majority, gets put into this life that is separate from your partner, by the way, unless you're lucky enough to own a business with them or something, that's separate from your partner where you're getting taken advantage of all day and then you come home oh wow that's i mean i think you, you just took home. it to another level not only are we not taught it i mean i i guess we use the military as an example but yeah literally corporate america t- 
teaches us that you Same take thing. advantage of your power differential in order to, to, to get ahead, to manage. Yep. That's management style, right? Yep. We call it leading. Mm-hmm. Which, which I think we touched on, but how do you be a Just good look leader? Just the word leading. How do you be a good leader uh, by taking advantage of, of your power over somebody else and, and manipulating them into no. doing See, what you want? they say it differently, though. I know say, how they say it. Yeah, that, absolutely. They say it in the most beautiful way possible. Oh, you're just helping them reach their own goals. What? Since when are you asking them exactly what their goals are? And since when are they in control of, of how they're reaching you're them? You're paying them $8.50 a fucking hour while your boss is making a shit ton of profit. Like, <laughs> power differential. Yeah, and and not only a power differential, but again, the, this first time we're actually... I mean, I think... It's so interesting. This is what adulting is, right? I think one of maybe one of the most one of the biggest problems that we're seeing with uh, millennials is they're no longer dealing with it. Right. I think in in some way, like millennials, like myself, we almost taught ourselves that we don't take advantage of those things through the internet. Right. Like we dealt with online bullying and we had to learn things on our own. If I can give positivity to SJWs in any frame of any instance, this is it. They fucked it up. They, they have, really fucked it because up. Because they have no idea because what they're they, talking they about. They don't know what's actually going on, but they have shed light on the fact that, oh, there's power differentials. They just are fucking stupid. They think it has to do with men versus women or black people versus white no. people. They're, they're turning it into a political, it's politically charged society. bullshit. Yeah, it's everybody all the time. Everyone. You're doing it to yourself. You're doing everyone it to your family. Everyone is under someone and everyone is above someone. And, and guess what? Not- when men come home from being under someone all day, they want to be above someone. Mm-hmm. Unknowingly. It really is innocent. Think about after you turn 18 and you go get a job, or maybe you've you've graduated from college. Think about the way you treat your parents if you have a higher education than them. Mm-hmm. You treat them like shit, and you probably manipulate them, and you probably make them and feel like what? they owe you more. And guess what? Every parent says, uh, he's, in his, he's, in his, he's 24 now. He knows everything. And they can just sit back and fucking laugh because yep. they know where you're at. But they don't n- understand the consequences the consequences of how uh, how that's going to affect your your marriage your life yeah your job how you treat your children yeah guess what how, how many parents say this because i told you so <laughs> you know what our dad never fucking did our dad never told us because i told you so yeah and maybe that's why we're able to have this conversation today because our dad encouraged us to have critical fucking thoughts and guess what i challenged him constantly and sometimes it meant i was not going to be sleeping in his house that night yeah but absolutely it never was disrespect it was we've come to a disagreement and guess what he challenged us to push him exactly and that that and, and he we learned, was more powerful yeah. than us. That's the power differential we know. Totally. The powerful man is actually okay with us challenging him and, and, and critiquing his thoughts. Exactly. Think about the most successful the, entrepreneurs so of all fucking time. Totally. They get the reason they're successful is because they questioned the what was above them without yeah. without um, consequence. Yep. And they were successful. Yeah. In and not only that, but I think society, we they, need they allowed themselves to be questions, right? I think that Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, like they don't sit there believing that they know everything in and of themselves. I bet if you th- ask them who's the most powerful person at their company, they would point to every person before them. Before them, yeah. Because, because that's how powerful, that's how smart, powerful people work. They know to get the best out of their employees, they have to elevate them to above them. So they think it, they're calling the shots. Exactly. 
And that's how you get, yeah, exactly. I mean, the most powerful and most successful people in the planet are the ones people that humble themselves. seven days a week, weekends, for Google. Yeah. You know why? Because they fucking, it's a race. And they get to go to work and, and actually get ahead. And totally. actually, if they work harder, they are in power. Yes. Now, they get to say, no, I work this many hours. You know, and that's like shitty as fuck. But those companies, like those men... Whether they knew what we're talking about or not, they found they, a system that actually motivates people. And they probably had similar upbringings to like you and me, right? I think we're describing something really, really important here, which is like our dad showed us the opposite of a general power dynamic, right? Yep. We didn't feel afraid of questioning somebody in power above us. That is why I can't hold a job right now because I do not care, <laughs> about telling my boss he's doing something wrong. It does not bother me to tell him that. It doesn't make me feel... I do not feel under anybody. You know who struggles the most? Is women. They can't... Like, correct me if I'm wrong, women, but from what I've heard, you guys have a really hard time asking for higher pay, a really hard time asking for raises, a really hard time for asking for more responsibility. Now, when it's given to you, you guys are... You can do the job just as well as anybody. But you're, unfortunately, women, you have it built into your fucking DNA that you are less powerful than the man. Whether that be an actual man or your boss. Anytime there's a power differential, every estrogen fucking molecule in your body is telling you, you are less than, than what's above you. So accept it. Now we've had some amazing women who have done some amazing things, but they had to, they had to understand that it's not going to be easy they and they have to take what they want they can't just be less than, they can't just be powerless underneath these powerful people they yeah. have to show up to the table and this is one of the most interesting things is we can all change this quite easily right and it's not by the the i, I don't think no, at this point it's so easy at this point it's not about the 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 powerful people There's recognizing no right their power wrong. differential no, well, all you that have is to, a that, that would be part that it. would be amazing and i think in the next 40 years you know with the next generation if we could teach that that would be an amazing thing to teach but the powerless you, you the powerless if you just gain that power and you recognize that someone in a power differential over you doesn't really have anything over you and in many cases they don't they don't think they that don't they're controlling you if you show up to the fucking table you know my teachers respected me probably more than any student in my fucking class because i showed up and was like oh yeah I'm going to question why you're doing that. Yeah. Because that's fucking stupid to no, me. In, in, in some cases, yeah, you're going to encounter those people who are like, they cannot, they cannot handle somebody questioning them. I would say Pride. that's the minority. Yeah. I would say At good least leaders, 50, 50. good people in power. And there are so many people who are good and in power. They recognize when someone shows up to the table, fucking grabs their hand and shakes it. And says, listen, I have this idea. Like, I, w I think this needs to change in our company. I'm a massage therapist. At my work, I give management solutions all the time to my manager. And he's like, dude, that's awesome. Like, I really appreciate that. And it's so easy because he's 23. So, I, he's not... He does, you he don't necessarily it. feel like he's in a power differential over you. It's, well, he doesn't feel like I'm underneath him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Okay, so he's not it's taking advantage of something over when you. He, when he's 40... He's going to feel differently. Totally. He's going to say, oh, that massage therapist doesn't know as much as I do. And he's going to believe that. And he might be right, but he's going to miss out on a lot of opportunities to grow and expand. 
that's what leaders like take a hint right now if you want to be a successful leader you should take advice from your colleagues and better yet from your people below you in fact when i hear advice from great strong leaders generally jesus christ yeah absolutely like, I, and I think whether we have, you believe we, in him as a god or not, if you look at his life, there's a reason he was as successful with the masses as he was, and it was because he was willing to lower himself. He washed his disciples' feet. Yeah, you know that's what it was about. Absolutely, like that's he was showing leadership in that role. That's what he came to do. True, un like untainted, pow- untainted, unpowered leadership. You know, allowing other people to be themselves around you. That is powerful. Yeah. Because when, when other people around you get to be themselves, you learn, you know, that, that is when as a, as a group, what makes a species survive is diversity. Yeah. And when you start to implement power differentials, society starts to look very similar. Totally. Because you're just following the role you're supposed to be you're in. You're following the expectation. Rather than setting a new norm. Or pushing your creative potential. Yeah. Boom. Damn. I mean... I'm I, okay with ending there if you are. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I think we did we pretty We could brief. go for a few more hours on this topic, and we'll probably, probably. come I, back I'd to I'd love it. to revisit it at some point. I think, though, I, I mean, I don't know how long this is, but it's probably shorter than last week. Um, but I think that's okay. Yeah. Like, we, not everything has to be an hour long. And I think we talked about something really, really important this and unpacked a lot. as soon as possible, because I really want people to listen to this. And it, I hope it doesn't offend anyone. Like, I really hope that you got the what we were saying. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying a man deserves to have more power. I'm saying like genetically they do. They have more power. Yes. It's not a bad thing, especially if the man knows he has more power, he will be so much more able to um fucking what's the word when you compromise? He'll be able to compromise so much more effectively. Because he knows he has a position of power. And he has to put more energy. He, you, When you're in a position of power, and, and just like you had to learn in massage therapy, you have to put more energy into knowing that. And you have to be even more thoughtful about how you're coming across to someone. And making sure. Make sure not... they have choices. Make sure that the person under you has, has a freedom to disagree with you. Yes. You have to give them that. And you have to give them the window... And you have to set the stage. You have to fucking go to hell and back just to show them that they have a voice. And you're not there to fucking tell them to fuck off. You're there to, like, support them and their voice. That's what massage therapy is all about. Yep. You know? You're supporting them. Totally. Boom. Boom. Well, I I guess, do we have any closing thoughts? Um, I just really, I hope people can take the good from this conversation and not just think, oh, these men just think they're better than everyone. That's true. It's not fucking, like, that's not the point. No. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I think if I'm in a room with a woman, she thinks I'm more powerful than her. Yeah. Based on genetics. And guess what? A feministic movement saying that women are just as powerful as men isn't helping anyone. No. Because when we it need, comes we down need to a, a man and a woman in a room, that woman's going to realize really quick that she's not as powerful as that man. Totally. So we need to teach people how to interact. We need to properly teach men under well and women. Yeah. Well, women absolutely. Women need to know 
that there is a power differential. And there's a reason they don't know if they can say no. Yep. And it's not wrong. And we need to teach men how to deal with that. And yes. we need to teach women how to deal with that. And it's just like if you want to get a raise at work, you have to be able to go and it's going to feel awkward, but you have to say, I want to raise at work. Or yeah. if you're in a room with a man and you do not want it to go any further, you have to be able to say, I don't want this to go any further. And hopefully over the next few decades, right, it goes in the other direction. And the man in the room is saying, hey, if this doesn't need to go any further, I'm totally okay with that. Yes. How are you feeling? What are you up to? Men, that's what that's your you challenge. In? That is your challenge. And, like, and that's up, the big challenge. Check in constantly. Like no more excuses. You can't just say, oh, I thought it was okay. Like you better know damn straight if it's okay or not. Like it's just like when you're in middle school and you're asking a girl out. Like you, you know, you would it be okay with you if you were a boyfriend and girlfriend? Like it was so innocent back then, you know. Totally. It's like there's you, less power. Yeah, it's, there is completely less power. Yeah. Think about how you interacted with a girl in middle school, right? Like maybe even the girl is bigger than you is at that okay point. Is it okay if I kiss you? Totally. You know, like there's nothing wrong with that, men. There's no. nothing wrong with asking that. In That's, fact, if, I, if I'm giving you like relationship advice and like dating advice, I'd say women love it when you ask them if it's okay, even if you ask them if it's okay to hold their hand in a movie theater. I used to pull that one all the time. It worked every time. Yeah. I'd be like, is it okay if I hold your hand? And then they think you're fucking awkward and cute and it's like cute. So like, it's all good. Like just men. Be better men. I don't care what society tells you. If it's you and a woman in a room, you're more powerful. Don't fucking take advantage of that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been Brandon and Blake. Um, this is a new podcast. It's Brains in the Brawn. We're going to get this one up as soon as possible. And yeah. we'll we'll be trying to get stuff out weekly. I mean, I think that's what our, our that's attempt our goal. is. That's our goal. So, yeah. All right, guys.